Hey y'all, welcome to our very first episode of Coffee Cream and Combo. I'm Heidi and I'm here with my co-host Tommy. Hello everyone. <laughs> you guys may recognize it from his show. Come to think of it. <laughs> and I am so excited to be here today. I can today. tell you're so giggly. I am sometimes, you know how this goes. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, really excited to bring this show to you guys. Um, looking forward to talking about some random stuff that i wanted to share anybody out there who listens to come to think of it knows we love random <laughs> stuff over there too so let's see where this takes us well i figured it would be a good a good, good little show to put together between the two of us based on our conversation that we normally have based on the you know the random things that we discuss at nauseum at nauseum ad nauseum at times <laughs> <laughs> random doesn't begin to describe yeah so I am looking forward to uh, doing this with you. Is this the only thing? Wait, no, 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 no. That one's better for come to think of it. <laughs> it's okay. We'll keep that here, we'll too. We'll come back to that the next time you're our guest. Oh, dear. <laughs> so anyway, y'all, bring your coffee, bring your tea, your water. Don't forget the cream. Oh, yeah, sorry. Don't forget the cream. <laughs> that, that, that's his role. Don't forget the cream. <laughs> As I was saying, your coffee, your cream, your tea, your green juice, your wine, hell, malt liquor. <laughs> bring your blunt, whatever makes you happy, and let's go. So let's get into it. What are we talking about today? Uh, we got communication, mm, um, mm. mostly with you know your significant other, spouse, wife, husband, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever you got on your plate today, mm-hmm. or in the future. Let's not limit ourselves. <laughs> let's not do that. But I mean. Communication is not necessarily just a relationship thing. It's Absolutely a friendship not. thing in general. It is. Friendship, uh, leadership, just working a regular nine to five job with people that you don't live with and stuff, you know, like people who don't necessarily understand your personality. Right. Communication Absolutely. is very important. Mm-hmm. You end up fired or uh, beat up real quick. Why? See, you always go back to that. Why always go back well, to Well, because the, the employer is always going to fire you. And people are crazy, man. You <laughs> pop off with somebody at a factory about some stuff, and they're sitting there all day before you popped off thinking about how they don't make enough to do what they want. They hate their kids and their boyfriend or their wife. You're going to get slapped in the mouth. See, I think it's it, it's definitely different in the office environment. I've never oh, seen anyone physically fight in an office space. And I blame that on the fact that office types usually make better money than those who are working a factory type of job. You know, they've got more of a thing to lose by being fired when you're making seven bucks an hour out here and you got to bust your butt to get, you know, this little piece of whatever it is into a box, into another bag and into another box. And you got somebody walking around all day going, you're not going fast enough. Yeah. You're not going fast enough. That's true. And then you go home on Friday and realize you got to work overtime on Saturday or you can't feed your kids next Friday. That's that's true. I've seen some office, uh, inner office uh, screaming matches, though. It was pretty interesting. I mean, not now since, you know, COVID and home stuff. But thank goodness. In the office, I've seen, I haven't been involved in any, um, but I've seen a few. That, that is actually a little surprising for me. Why do you think that? Because you're very assertive and standoffish sometimes. Yeah. Uh, the shouting part, not so much, because I don't see you, you know, standing in the middle of an office shouting at someone Negative. like a jerk. Because mm-hmm. uh, it doesn't seem like your kind of style. Nope, not at all. Um, the acid just doesn't need that <laughs> level of volume. No, it doesn't. Keep it low, but you say what you got to say. Mm-hmm. I'm going to burn their face off no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> 
most situations that I've been with have been diffused very quickly, uh, either by myself or by, you know, the other individual involved. You think it's because you're so tall and intimidating? Um, I think that that has a little bit to do with it. You know, that angry black person thing. Mm. Oh, yeah. You got that extra edge. I mean, I'm like six inches taller than you. Yeah. I got probably, I don't know, 75 or 100 pounds on you. Yeah. Uh, but I don't have that in my corner. <laughs> angry black woman? Uh-huh. God, I hope not. We wouldn't be here right now. Just saying. <laughs> but, you know, speaking about communication and relationships, recently I spoke with an attorney that told me that the current divorce rate is six out of ten. Sixty percent. I, I imagine uh, this attorney would have some kind of firsthand knowledge considering, you know, kind of what they do for a living. Yeah. Yeah. And when she said that, I, I thought because I had read somewhere else that the divorce rate had gone down. OK. Yeah, that sounds like it's up from the last time I heard. What did you hear before? Fifty fifty. And okay. that's, I mean, going back some years, but that's that's what everybody falls back on. Oh, 50% of marriages. Mm -hmm. But see, here's the thing that I read. I read that um, the divorce rate has gone down, but so has marriages. Well, that makes a little more sense. Yeah. But I don't I don't know if six out of ten. I don't I don't know. I don't know how true it is, but I've seen a lot of marriages come together and break apart. Mm -hmm. uh, but I've seen more relationships where people are engaged. And when they get to the point where they're living together and see each other day in and day out, mm -hmm. they share responsibility. Mm -hmm. They don't even make it to marriage. Yeah, heard that too. Definitely a thing. So maybe that's, I wonder if it's that or if it's just that people don't see marriage as a necessity anymore. Yeah, there's that too. Like uh, Our our generation um, really, to me, was like the big uh, start of the change for that like uh through the 60s and the 70s you know free love and all that stuff mm -hmm. uh it started to change mm -hmm. but it wasn't until about the 80s when people were you know finally having kids as people who thought maybe maybe marriage isn't for me mm -hmm. and now by the time we get older you know we're out here we, we accept gay people we accept right. minorities we accept right. the fact that religion could be a sham but maybe it's not i like Go how you said thing. we accept minorities like you don't have a whole minority in a relationship <laughs> just saying it's not we accept minorities now it's it's not fair for me to be like uh my black wife and i you know what i mean like that's it's petty although i'm sure i can hear you saying that's a lot of people i don't i don't say that because other people look at it as petty too like I get called you're racist pretty petty. <laughs> at you're, work a lot. You're pretty petty though. I am petty. Yeah. I'm I don't deny that I'm petty. I do <laughs> deny that I'm racist. Uh but never have I said, Well, if I'm racist, why am I putting my penis in a black woman? Don't don't say that. Yeah. Don't I mean, don't. <laughs> no, don't say <laughs> I know these guys would be like, Yeah, see, that's how we know right there. Oh goodness gracious. I, shout out to them guys. They yeah, know who they shout are. Shout out to all you guys. Mm -hmm. So anyway, <laughs> moving forward. So some of the reasons why people get divorced are is, is due to financial situations, lack of intimacy, and lack of communication. That's a big one. If you're not going to talk about things, things aren't going to get solved. So some signs of poor communicators are someone who might get angry too quickly or may run as soon as the convo gets to be too tough or just won't admit that they run, they're wrong. You come across that a lot, or at least I have. People who don't want to admit that they're wrong. Mm -hmm. um, maybe they got mad over something they didn't understand, or mm -hmm. maybe they were just in a bad mood and they got mm -hmm. mad over literally nothing and had to fight it out with somebody. Mm -hmm. That's usually a sign that they don't know how to communicate because they feel like they need to argue something with you, but they don't know how to articulate it to you. 
I think that uh, it, it's easy to to avoid an apology. I mean, I don't like to admit that I'm wrong, but I do it. If I yeah, know I'm I mean, wrong, I'll say I'm wrong. Huh? It's not easy for everybody. No. And for the people who, who are like, oh, I find it easy to admit when I'm wrong. You don't. You, <laughs> you don't until don't. you realize that you're wrong. Right. You don't realize you're wrong. You're not trying to admit you're Absolutely. wrong because you still think you're right. Absolutely. I think that's a part of it is is being able to look at a situation objectively and look at it from the outside and, and think, okay, what did I do? What did you do? All right. Let's, let's, let's figure this out from here. Um, and and then you got the people who, when they start to see they're wrong and they can't debate you about it, they start insulting you. Oh, you know, I had an experience with that, um, with somebody that was, I was with and as soon as we argued, it became insult. Insult after insult after insult. You see a lot of that on social media, it's too. It's terrible. Like, why can't you just argue your point? Why does yeah. it have to be low blows? Why do I have to be a bitch? Because you don't know what you're talking about. Right. Because you can't express yourself. Why? Why Why is that a thing? Why are you afraid to argue? You think that's what it is? People are afraid to argue? I think for some people, it's, it's a fear of arguing. Uh, I had a relationship with a woman who refused to argue not because she thought she was right or just like to be stepped on or anything it was just she was afraid to argue with people she didn't want like uh she didn't even want to take the chance that maybe i was the guy who when i get angry or stuck in an argument i start calling her names mm -hmm. she didn't want to handle any of that so anytime we disagreed i would have to argue with her to get her to argue with me so that oh, i could find out so much work. what the problem is between us that, that's what I do with my 10-year-old. Not argue with her, but really have to force like, her. Yeah, you've like got to pull it out. Yes, because she, like but a she's tooth. a child. <laughs> that's <clears throat> the difference. <clears throat> okay, no jabs here. No jabs, no jabs. No, no, you can take all the jabs. You're oh. my wife, but uh, <laughs> I'm just not going to take the jabs because it's not gentlemanly. I'm not going to take a jab at the girl. Like, you know, whatever it is, it is. Um, you know, shout out to her too. But um, uh, I will give her this credit. She was a lot better arguing by the time we broke up. <laughs> I, oh, I'm sure. I, I, I'm sure. By then she... uh. You know, mastered uh, Tommy, I guess. I, I guess. No? Yeah? No? <laughs> okay. No, I mean, like, uh, I said it, like, in a funny way, but really, she just learned how to get it out. She realized that it's going to go a lot easier mm -hmm. if you figure out what's a matter with you and you say it in a way that the other person understands. Yeah, but at what point did she realize that? Like, did she realize it when it was too late? No, I mean, it, it took a while. Mm -hmm. I mean, we were probably a year or so in, maybe more. You know, it's hard to put my finger on exactly mm -hmm. when we started arguing correctly. Uh, <laughs> but like, um, but mostly because we didn't argue a lot. A lot of times when we had conflict, it was because I'm frustrated that she won't tell me what the problem is mm -hmm. or that she's frustrated not being able to figure out how to tell me what her problem is. See, that, that goes with the uh, communication and comprehension. Yeah. So I can tell you anything. I might be able to express myself very, very well and get you to see when I get you to see, explain myself clearly. But do mm -hmm. you understand what I'm explaining to you? That's huge. Yeah, that's as big as the, the first one. Mm -hmm. it, you can be, like you said, you can be as eloquent with your delivery as as you feel you, you need to be. Right. And the other person just doesn't get it sometimes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's true. Are you saying it in a way that they're going to get it? It's not always that they're not listening. Sometimes it's that they're not understanding. Right. Absolutely. I mean, I'm guilty of that myself. Like, sometimes I don't understand uh, what I'm arguing about. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to argue. You know what I mean? Right. Right. I like think if, if you're just blurting nonsense at me and 
I'm defending the nonsense, eventually, you know, pretty quickly, actually, I'm going to realize mm-hmm. that I'm defending nonsense and, and be stop. like, what is your problem? Like, mm-hmm. why, why are you fighting with me? Mm-hmm. And if you don't have a concise answer, it's over. The conversation is over. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So do you feel like you've had more communication issues in relationships or in friendships? Um, I've had a lot more friendships than relationships. Okay. And, um, business relationships also than personal relationships um but i feel like it's more important in the the loving sort of relationship like Mm -hmm. when you're trying to actually be a couple with someone i think it's more important than uh if your friend doesn't understand why you don't like corona (laughs) because it sucks or why your boss doesn't understand you know why this is better for the people to do it this way whatever whatever it is uh sure that communication could lead you uh, into not having a job tomorrow right your boss didn't understand what you were saying right. and you didn't do what he said or maybe next time you don't get the invite to the bar because you know they don't want to look weird with you being the only one with a heineken on your <laughs> you know, on your coaster in front of you i'm gonna be that guy with the heineken because <laughs> corona sucks I, but anyway i don't like corona at all i didn't like it before the virus either don't put that on me oh my gosh but you don't really like heineken either you drink that trash I, yeah, yeah. I do drink good beer. I no, that's again trash. <laughs> oh no, I don't. I don't acknowledge stuff like that. See, I feel like you're having a problem communicating with me right oh, now. Oh, right now, right? You can't express. Of course, of course. Now, you know, now is the communication feelings. issue. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, the, you said there's a difference in communication with relationships and communication with friendship. But absolutely, isn't the basis of a relationship a friendship anyway? Yes, I will give you that. Mm-hmm. But. The consequence at the end of the day is much different. Um, a okay. lot of people are cool losing a friend if if that friend is just, you know, maybe they were different or you were different when you became friends, but yeah. now one of you is different. Something has changed. All right, it'll hurt, but I can do without that friend, or they can do without you, and you got to get over it anyway. But the whole idea behind a relationship, at least most of the time, is perpetuity. You want to be with this person forever, right? So, and also friends. At the end of the day, they don't have to come home and sleep with you. This is true. You know, so they can go home and cool off for two, three weeks, two, three months, a year. I, I haven't talked to people in years sometimes. And then we just talk. Yeah. You yeah. Know? And it's like nothing ever happened. Yeah. Like, all right. And I still remember you're a jerk off. <laughs> but, you know, not enough that I won't come by the house and spill a beer on your table. Oh, my goodness. I mean, that, that, I that's that. what you do with Corona. I ain't playing, Kenny. Oh, jeez. <laughs> anyway. I'm gonna leave Kenny and your, uh, your your Corona issues out of this, but um, I have friends that I've had falling outs with, and uh, we've gone a long time without talking. Yeah, and then we'll start talking again. You know, I I, I neither of us went out of our way to fix it, right? But when the time came for us to talk again, it wasn't a problem. It it was a mended fence, in, in indirectly. Yeah, indirectly. Y'all uh, fixed it on your own side not Mm -hmm. necessarily with the other person yeah you know but the fence is there again yeah it's just y'all did your own repair at your own speed and i I feel like you can't do that in a relationship because what would your wife say or your husband say or your you know your what would your person say if you just left for three weeks and came back like hey babe right can't do that way Mm -hmm. different listen i've experienced that crap too man especially if you got a kid involved that does not work you have to be able to talk out some stuff no matter what it is, no matter how hard it is, 
you got to be able to talk about it. And you got to talk about it face-to-face. Don't talk about it over the phone. You can't talk about it in a text message, especially not in a text message. I feel like face-to-face is the best way to do it. But yeah. some people just don't have that ability. They don't, they're not capable of saying what they want to say for some reason or another, whatever it is, whether they can't look a person in the face without feeling intimidated or they just can't collect their thoughts when they're put on the spot. Some people need that separation. Uh, but myself, I prefer the face-to-face approach because that's how you learn the other person. You can't see their face or how they're reacting. Mm-hmm. You can't see if he mm-hmm. or she is crying mm-hmm. uh, when you say certain things. And also, they can't see you. They can't see how you're reacting to it. Right, you right. Know, if I text you, stop being a bitch, uh, you and you're going to be like, no. Like that. Exactly. You see <laughs> what I'm saying? That's your first thought. Yes, immediately. But maybe it's more of a heartfelt thing for me, but how it looks on the, the screen in front of you, there's, there's no emotion behind it. There's no way to read it with with any kind of feeling. You have to count on the other person receiving the message to take the feeling out of it when you're not actually putting it in there. Which, again, that means they have to know you pretty well. Yeah, but still, I don't like arguing in a text message. I feel like it's too there's too many ways to misinterpret what's being said. Absolutely. I feel like between the two of us, we text very clearly about what we're trying to say. We do. But even still. We've still had hiccups. I would rather you come to me and mm-hmm. tell me, look, Heidi, you did blah, 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 blah. All right, fine. I might have done that. Okay. I can respect that, but I don't want to hear it in a text message because I can read it. You can be talking about A and I'm seeing Z out of this. It, yeah. And it's too easy for that. I had a relationship like that where every text message was in an argument. Every single oh, one. So we'd argue run away um then he would text and text and text and text and text oh boy and i would be like okay no and i would call yeah oh, man. and he would reject the call I would and too. keep texting why right, why are you texting. justifying this I would, How? I, man because i have a, a bad temper okay uh i'm not afraid to speak face to face with someone that i have a problem with mm-hmm. but if i'm texting you don't call me but when to call you i'd have called you i will reject your call that you could be my best friend in the whole world and i text you hey man what you doing and when you text me back uh hold on and then call me conversation over bro Negative. we're not doing this no because why would you that it takes too much effort and then and then <laughs> it would go back to the insults again so you're insulting That's and you're you're, you're 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 ranting and raving but if we got on the phone and talked for 15, 20 minutes, an hour, yeah. whatever, the problem would be solved. Well, with a text message, you, you don't have to worry about the other side. Yeah, exactly. You, know, you don't, you're not getting cut off. You're not, you know, you don't, there's no consequence for what you're saying until you hit send. You can say all this wild stuff and send a whole paragraph that mm-hmm. they can't react to until they read it. But then the other side of that coin is that when they send back to you another message they've now read all this heat and garbage you sent at them and they're emphasis gonna send it garbage. back at you emphasis on garbage sometimes and i mean you sometimes it's just heat <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes i send cold garbage because hot garbage smells bad you know what cold freezes funk it's a scientific thing you know what sir <laughs> we don't have to have a conversation after this see <laughs> see but it'll be face to face and, yeah. and we won't have that problem. Yes, dear. Yes, dear. So, when you were a kid, mm-hmm. or just 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 in general, growing up, did your parents ever have conversations with you about communication? No. Okay. the The closest thing we got to 
a conversation about communication in my house was when I talk, you listen. Oh, oh yeah, I understand that. <laughs> and my father's favorite, you should be doing what I told you to do before I'm done telling you to do it. Which, again, is a very poor sense of communication. When I pointed that out to him, he showed me that I was wrong. <laughs> oh, I, I'm, we're not going to clarify a show, but I, I have a few ideas about what you mean by that. <laughs> well, you know, I grew up in the 80s. It was still okay to beat your kids uh -huh. at the desk back then. Father Tommy was pretty strict. Mm -hmm. I, I know. I, I know. Uh, you know, I, I can't say for sure that my parents talked about communication with me. I, I can't. I can't recall that. But I just remember watching them communicate That's with so each other. That's so much more important. Mm -hmm. um, yes, it is important to speak to your kids about communication, especially if you know you don't want them to be complete jagoffs when they get to the teenage mm -hmm. stage and have no idea how to tell you all the things running through their head. Mm -hmm. But being able to watch the people who raised you and the people around you communicate properly shows you what it is to communicate properly, really. Right. Like I, I saw my parents unable to communicate yeah. for my entire childhood really um and fortunately instead of being that person who went on and now has a problem communicating how i feel and what i think i learned from that that this caused a lot of conflict between them because they either wouldn't or could not figure out how right to let the other person know exactly what their problem is right right that's something that that's definitely something that you carry because you you expressed yourself very well after you get past being upset yeah oh when i get mad there's I'm like a lot of people in that respect. Yeah. I, I have a full-grown Italian temper. So when when I get angry, there's these things in there that just kind of try to bubble to the surface. Yeah. And yeah, I want to <laughs> hurl an insult. And, you right. Know, but uh, the rational adult in me mm -hmm. keeps that bottled up. And when I bottle that up, it kind of sinks everything else down below yeah. it until I can, you know, the 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 proper stuff can, can gain buoyancy and float to yeah. the top. And I can keep all yeah. that toxicity out of it yeah I, I think i was pretty quiet as a kid mm -hmm. but i learned how to express myself much better as i got older so now as a parent i'm trying to teach my daughter how to express herself properly which mm -hmm. we're we struggling <laughs> we're definitely struggling but i'm trying to show her how important it is to say how you feel don't yeah. just say, oh, because that that's your thing right now. Everything is because, 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 just because. Why? Because. Say what you mean. Say what you think. Say I what like you feel. A lot of kids go through that because stage. Yeah. And we're at it's, that. It's, a, it's that spot in their life where they don't know how to express to you what they're thinking mm -hmm. and feeling. And mm -hmm. that, again, full circle here is why teaching them about communication is yeah. so important. They're not going to get it right away. But when they do, they're going to keep it for the rest of their lives. Right. So last week we got into something and she was like, mommy, don't punish me if I say so-and-so-and-so. And I was like, just tell me. And she said it. And I was like, okay. I didn't like it. You didn't slap her? Nope. <laughs> didn't like it. Did, did not like it. Uh -huh. But she said it. And um, I'm proud of her for saying, I'm proud of her for saying what she said. And you should be. That's, that's difficult for a, a small child to come up with sometimes. Good on you for giving her the opportunity and the leeway and all the space she needed and communicating with her. Thank you. Uh, do you ever communicate with her about relationships? No, I think that at this point she's too young. She's 10. And 10. Um, I don't think that That they is pretty have, young to be yeah, thinking about relationships. They don't have a, a, a enough of an understanding. Like 
uh, she don't even like talk about boys being cute. She gets nauseous when people kiss. Right. So she she's not there about yet. About that age. What about um with uh, friendships? Communicating with friends. Have, have you talked to her about how she talks to other kids? Yeah, I do. Um, she's she she's very introverted in some ways, mm-hmm. and so sometimes she'll go like a long time without talking to her friends. And I'm like, oh, did you talk to you know so and so? You talked to your best friend. Did you yeah. talk to this one. Did you talk to your sister. And she's like, no, no, no. And I'm like, you know, it's good to be able to talk to them and maintain communication with your friends. Oh yeah, especially with uh Corona lockdowns and yeah, all that stuff. Absolutely, it's it's really important. Um, I think part of what happened though with the whole Corona thing was that she didn't have all of her friends' phone numbers. So she went months without talking to some of her close friends. Even now, she yeah. still doesn't have one of her friends' phone numbers. Um, so that's been a bit of a struggle. Um, but I figure, I think right now I'm trying to just lay the foundation. And then as she gets older, I can kind of expand on it. Because yeah. she's not. we're not there yet exactly. How old do you think is the right age? Or do you think that it's more of a where they seem with their their own mental development before you start talking to kids about stuff like that communicating with relationships yeah like not i don't mean like the sex talk i mean like actually the you know brass tacks of being in a relationship and communicating with someone and what to look for and what not to look for without you know trying to steer them in a specific direction i feel like that's it depends on the child i feel like some kids have much more understanding of the importance of communication at a younger age than others. You mm-hmm. just got to gauge your child. So to me, I don't feel like she's necessarily ready yet. But I have friends that their kids were 10 and they were like really getting into stuff like that. And other yeah. kids are just aloof. It just depends on the child. It really does. Did Did your parents talk to you about relationships when you were young? Oh, no, I wasn't allowed to have a relationship. That was that. <laughs> that was it. it was Until the- how old? ever (laughs) (laughs) i don't remember being told an age like it was just never i don't remember i honestly cannot remember if they told me how old i was when i was allowed to have a boyfriend but i know it wasn't like definitely wasn't high school (sighs) um you know in college i had a boyfriend they knew about that yeah um that was okay i was older though but not when i was younger i think that it might have been more beneficial to have that conversation with me a little bit earlier yeah. or to give me the leeway a little bit earlier because i was curious yeah by the time you're at college you're pretty much an adult right you have little to no experience with that kind of thing right but it took me a little bit longer to learn and navigate through those things at that age so maybe right. early teen not early teen, well maybe early teens but definitely in the teenage years before college those kind of conversations should be had i think did your did your parents ever talk to you about marriage and divorce? My parents married. Mm. Both my parents my parents were married before, but my parents are married, and my parents told me that they were not divorcing. No matter what, no matter who right. was around me, who was who was breaking up, who was divorced, who was separating, whatever, they were staying together. Period. That was that. That's a really strong, like a bold statement. Yep. Especially these days, we we already talked about mm. the stat. Mm-hmm. I mean, five or six out of ten people, half yep. of the people who get married, six out of ten. That's what uh, they said. I feel like that's one of those generational things. You know what I mean? Like people these days seem a lot quicker to say, all right, never mind. I made the, the wrong decision. I'm going to go back on it. I'm going to fix it. I'm going to go on with my life. But, if you know, I feel like that's, I feel like that's, it's true. But 
think about how many people in the past stayed together because they were supposed to. Yeah. Not because they wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, Blessing hear, or a curse. Yeah. You hear the stories about, oh, look, there's Joe that lives up the corner. He's there with his wife and his kids, but you know, his, his other family lives around the corner. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's a, there was a lot of that or the women who were forced to be housewives and hated it. Yeah. Who, who were forced to be, you know, Susie homemaker and didn't want to be about that life, but they stayed. I feel like you, you're, you're, you're given more of a choice now. Absolutely. You're, you're not frowned at, uh, you know, as soon as somebody in your neighborhood finds out that you're getting divorced or you got divorced, right. you know, now they're going to tell everybody. And when you go to the grocery store, you know, they're going to peer at you and right. frown and, you know, talk behind your back and all right. that stuff that used to mean so much to mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and nowadays they're just like, mind your own fucking business. But that's what, like what I said before, the, the number of marriages have decreased so much because people are mm-hmm. really giving it the thought, like, do I want to do this? Yeah. Do I want to stay with this person? Or do we just want to live together? And that's that. Yeah. I mean, you got to do it's what so much works more socially you. acceptable. Now. Yes, it is acceptable. You got, and you have to do what works better for you. Yeah. If you feel like, I just want to have a life partner. Cool. If you want to have a marriage, cool. It's whatever you feel comfortable with. If you want to live by yourself, cool. I went yeah. to that stage where I was like, I don't want to be nobody. I'm going to live by myself. I'm going to go visit uh, adamandeve.com, buy all the stuff <laughs> I need, get all my charges up, and I'm cool. Like I went through that and I was okay yeah. with that. Then I went through a point where I was like, all right, I'm going to be with somebody. We don't have to get married. I'm okay with that. Right. Um, obviously, it's different now, but before I was okay with those things. Uh, I think uh, all of that's okay, mm-hmm. but I think you have to be clear with people then that that's your intention. Yes. Yes. Uh, I think it's really important also to teach kids uh, at some point before they start really delving into relationships how how it's okay to tell people that you're not happy with something, that you don't want to do something. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think that um I think that people are afraid to say what it is they want or yeah. don't want. Um I know we touched on this on one of the episodes that I was on with you guys on Come to Think of It. Yep. And we talked about relationships and we talked about our relationship. Mm-hmm. And before um. <laughs> after the, you know, the big reveal. But anyway, <laughs> um, we talked about how, you know, before we got together, I just wanted a date. Yeah. That was all I wanted. When we got into this, that was all I wanted. That's all I said. I just want a date. We'll see what happens. I'm not opposed to anything. But right now, this is what we want to do. So I yeah. want to do this. And you were okay with that. I was. <laughs> I like how you said <laughs> I wish everybody could see your response. Like you just, that was like you just kind of perked up a little bit. Put your hand on your, on your, on your knee. I was okay with it. <laughs> But I think that it's so important to say, you know, what it is that you want, which actually brings me to um, these tweets that I found, um, which I found pretty interesting. And it was men were giving women relationship advice on Twitter. And uh, I picked a couple out of them. Like there were some some of those. These tweets were so raw, (laughs) so raw. But um a lot of them did uh, relate to the importance of communication. So okay. w- one of them that I read um, from some gentleman, uh, it says, don't expect your man to be a mind reader. We're stupid. Well, he said, we stupid. Uh, just be straight up. 
and exact with what you want and expect from us. Lay, out, lay your standards out and don't settle for nothing less from him. If he starts slipping, check him. When we love you, it's nothing we won't do to make you happy. That makes sense from a man's point of view. Mm -hmm. um, really, you got you got to say if you want something, if you don't want something, it's equally as important for you yeah. to tell your your person, whoever it is, that that's how it is. Yeah. If if you're a guy who won't be with a woman who doesn't give oral sex uh, mm. on on a regular basis mm -hmm. or something, mm -hmm. you got to tell that woman that. Don't wait until you're, you know, six months into this relationship and be like, oh, I've been cheating on you because she does right. what I want you to do. Right. You got to tell them before I, you get to a point in the relationship where now you feel guilty if you try to tell them. I feel like sometimes women are afraid to say what we want. Yeah. Um, the fear of being rejected. So a lot of women settle for less. Mm -hmm. And it's unfortunate. It, it, it is. really is. Um, You got to think. All right. I might not like a certain thing and I'm going to tell this man that and he's going to get upset about it. But there's so many other men that are willing to do those things yeah, for you. You just got to look around a little more. Got be patient. Not even look. Just be patient. And I, you know, I, I hear people say, oh, well, you know, there's not all that many, you know, or it's so difficult to find, you know, uh, I don't have time. I don't have a mm -hmm. place. I don't know. You know, people around here are horrible. But like if you knew you needed a car like real bad you got to get back and forth to work to feed your family mm -hmm. and you go to find this car and it's it's pretty good it's almost what you want it but it doesn't have seat belts in the back for the car seat right you don't buy that car right it's not what you need right right you go and you wait and even if you you know you got to take the bus to work a couple of more weeks or days or whatever you wait until you can get the car that that matches what you need i feel like it's worth the wait i feel like <sighs> <laughs> just 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 through dating prior to our relationship obviously mm -hmm. um i just just at this point where i knew what i wanted and i didn't want i didn't want bullshit i wanted what i wanted and that was it and whenever it came to me it came and if it didn't yeah. come i was okay with that but i didn't want to settle for what i didn't want what i didn't like and that's fair it wasn't worth it to me anymore. I didn't want to, I didn't, I wasn't looking for sex. I wasn't looking for, I just, I just didn't want to deal with all of those things anymore. I just yeah. wanted what I wanted. And I figured maybe eventually, but you have to be okay with the weight or be okay with being alone if you have to. I think that's really important. And uh, I've met a lot of people who are not okay being by themselves. Oh, they don't, man. And I don't just mean... In a relationship, I mean, like all day long, they want to be around yes. someone. They yes. try to occupy their time with other people yes. as much as they can. And uh, you really have to be okay with being by yourself, both in a room all night long or mm -hmm. just not in a relationship. You got to be okay. If you're not comfortable with yourself, no one else is going to be either in the end. That's Maybe the at, at first, but when they realize who you are, it, it's going to be difficult for you. You're going to have a lot of uh, inflection and reflection to go through before you get what you want that way. I feel like people are afraid to be alone. Well, the people that are afraid to be alone are afraid to hear themselves. Hear yourself think. You can't mm -hmm. hear yourself think when there are other people around you constantly. Right. You have to have that quiet and that alone time. Yeah. You learn a lot about yourself when you're by yourself. Absolutely. I agree with that. I, I think that that is so... In, in the development of self, being alone is key. And until Absolutely. you learn yourself... You can't be with anyone else. That's detrimental to any other relationship you get yourself involved in. Yeah, I mean, you don't 
If you don't know yourself, you don't know what you really want. Absolutely. And that's what you think you really want, you might not really want mm-hmm. once you get it because you haven't sat and thought with, you know, sat with yourself. Yes. I agree with you. Communication with the self is just as important as communication oh. with everyone else. Probably more important. I'll go out on that limb and say that, yes, communication with yourself is more important than communication with other people. Because if you can't agree. be real with you, you can't be real with anybody oh. else because you don't know what real is. Speak on it, Tommy. Look at you. Ooh. Look at you. Ooh. I feel like I'm rubbing off on you. I'm, I'm going to take credit for that, even though you said it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's all right. I give you all the credit in the world. <laughs> Thank you. So another tweet, <clears throat> don't be prideful. Speak up when there's a problem. Speak up when you need something. Put the ball in his court. In his court, Leave no doubt of clarity. Don't beat around the bush. Be direct, be concise, get to the point. Be straightforward. I love that. Me too. As a man who has dealt with a lot of females who don't want to be upfront with what they're yelling at you about. Oh, geez. I can say, tell me straight. Yeah. Uh, no, I might not like it. Um, but at least we know I don't like it and we yeah. know it's not going to go that way. Yeah. Uh, either because we can't be together or because we have to work on something yeah. to make it work to both of our advantage. Mm-hmm. But um, it seems like these people with the tweets, they they want you to be straightforward. And yeah. why shouldn't you be? That gets so much out of the way. If if one person is looking for just sex or just a couple of nights, say it, uh, or even one night, and the other person is looking for a relationship, mm-hmm. doesn't want to have sex. If mm-hmm. it's not about that, mm-hmm. you're looking to get your heart broke. Yes. If you don't look at that person and be like, so is this just today? You know. So if there's any question in your mind, ask the question. Ask it. Ask the question. Or you know, tell them this is what I want. Mm-hmm. What do you want? What do you? That was. I feel like I, I don't remember when we had this conversation. We had that conversation pretty early. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I don't remember when it was. We talked, we talked so much. We really did so much. So I, I want to believe it was the first day uh, that we really started chatting. Yeah, as, as was revealed on Come to Think of It, we we met over Facebook dating. Yeah, so that was our first form of communication, and you and I started right away. Absolutely did. Um, the chemistry and clicking back and forth, and this is what I want. This is what you know I'm cool with, and oh yeah, all right, well I can get by that. And, you know, we had a lot of that. We got it out of the way pretty quick. Yeah, we did. We did. Um, we we talked about a lot, and we talked about what we wanted and what we were mm-hmm. looking for. And we still do. Yes, we do. Um, and we were still we were on the same page about it, and it was cool. And we just kept going and going and saying what we wanted and what we looked for. And I feel like that's so important because I think I said I'm pretty sure I said this to you. Like I have to sugarcoat and bullshit all day every day when i'm at work yeah i can't do it when i get home too i can't i don't have it in me anymore i feel so lucky that i work at a place where (laughs) i don't have to sugarcoat things yeah and i I mean 95 percent of the time of course there you know we work in a a separate building than the rest of the company you know Mm -hmm. there's just a few of us down there so it's kind of like working with a bunch of your brothers you know what i mean like you're all family at this point right and when someone from the other building comes in it's like you know, you or I going to an Amish community and they're just, you know, looking at you like, ugh. <laughs> like now we have to, you know, deal with this. Right, right. But, you know, that's that's a good perk. Yeah, well, I don't I don't have that. So <laughs> <laughs> I have to uh, make it sound good. I have to, even though what I do, I can be assertive. Mm-hmm. I still can't say things in the way that I would say it to you. Yeah. Um, the way that I think it, I still have to make it sound nice. Has to be a little more corporate. Absolutely. So it's very refreshing to be in a relationship 
and to just be authentically myself. I feel like you have to. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, there are things that you should sugarcoat. Like if, you know, your wife comes home from, from work at the grocery store and you're like, hey, your dad called. Your mom's dead. That's different. <laughs> Maybe you should have sugarcoated that one there, right. tough guy. But, right. I mean, also, you know, I slept with your sister. There oh, it is. Gosh. Probably not the best way to go through that. No, but your intentions. Sugarcoat some things. Yes. But, you know, like. Your intentions and your desires. are, are they, Those things should be straightforward. I was going to say, if it's not something that should be sugarcoated, you should be able to figure out pretty early that it shouldn't be. Um, you don't want someone who wants an open relationship. You want one-on-one. You want to see where this goes. Boom, if that's what you there want. There it is. If that's they, what you want. Well, why would you say it if it wasn't? No, no, I'm saying like, <laughs> if that's what you want. Okay. When you and I got involved, yeah. if I was like, you know what? I want to do this, but I want to be with somebody else too. Yeah. I should have said that from the beginning. If Absolutely. that's what I wanted. And if that's what you wanted or you were okay with that, then we could move from there. But don't say like, you know, I want monogamy. And then here you are dicking down everything that walks past you. Yeah. You can't be telling three, three people at the same time. You just want to have a monogamous relationship <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not how it works like how many good morning bay text messages do you send out per day man like, come i on. send at least one every day one huh well Shh. five days a week i'm here the rest of the time <laughs> <laughs> and that's how it should be shout out to my man samad <laughs> my co-host because i know he's sending out a lot of good morning bays listen i'm not i'm not gonna talk about samad that's a cool gentleman right there he is, he's my man. Yeah. Guy. So let him send out his 50 million uh, good morning bay text messages. <laughs> hey, Samad. <laughs> hey, he's still out and open and in front of everything with the communication. He lets people know just what he's in it for. Well, that's that's important. And, you know, make sure he keep it like that, too, on his OnlyFans. But anyway. Let's <laughs> <laughs> smoke a blunt. Check him out. Yeah. You're welcome, bitch. <laughs> That bitch was meant for Samad. Not uh, any of you females uh, about to go on OnlyFans. Oh, jeez. Um, yeah, if you want to hear more about Samad's OnlyFans, check out uh, Come to Think of It. Almost every episode it gets referenced, but we know we talked about it when I was on there. <laughs> episode six. Anyway. Um, but with regards to these tweets, um, I had one more, but <clears throat> we kind of discussed it already. But it okay. said, be upfront and be direct with your intentions and expectations from your partner in a relationship. Some men will do what you allow them to do. Put your foot down in the beginning of the relationship with your non-negotiables. I think that's more than fair. Yes. Because if you let somebody get away with something for X amount of time, and then all of a sudden you're mad about it, they're going to be like, what's your problem? Right. Like you never cared before, and now all of a sudden it's a problem. Right. Right. Then it seems like an attack more than, you know, look, this is a deal breaker for me. Right. All those things should be laid out. So these tweets I will post on our Instagram. Uh, Come to... Coffee and cream. You hear me calling out uh-huh. you guys. You're so used to it. <laughs> Coffee, Heidi cream, Potter, and ladies and gentlemen, our voiceover actress will come to think of it. <laughs> so anyway, like I said, for the, the Instagram for this podcast, Coffee, Cream, and Convo, where you can see the tweets as well as a few more. So let's talk about ways to develop communication. Now, I had a book recommended to me. Uh, it's called The Five Love Languages by Gary Chapman. I uh, It was recommended to me a while ago. And I finally sat down and read it not too long ago. And it's pretty much talking about how every person communicates differently and what they need in order to communicate or express their love in a relationship. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> excuse me. The five love languages are words of affirmation, acts of services, 
receiving gifts, quality time, and physical touch. Now, when we were preparing for this episode, Mm -hmm. I thought that you and I spoke different love languages. I didn't really find myself in any one in particular. Mm -hmm. I thought I kind of had, I kind of had all of them. Um, Yeah. But interestingly enough, oh, and I also thought that um, I knew what yours was. Yeah. Not words of affirmation. (laughs) 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 Uh, You know. I mean, I I do offer you words of affirmation. Yes, but you don't. I don't accept them very well. You don't accept them very well. (laughs) Um, I think that you trust what I say to you. Mm Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I do. But you don't necessarily receive it well. And you don't receive gifts well either. No, oh, I, don't, I don't like getting gosh. stuff. Uh, if you want to try to give me a punch in the face, I'll be well more oh, excited and in tune with taking that than taking, you know, a watch or something I, at Christmas I think time. You are the worst gift receiver I've ever met in my life. I Even am your thankful. t-shirt don't, don't get you're it, wearing you know, right now yes. was a gift. Don't don't let me get it twisted here. Uh <laughs> I don't get angry when people no, give me he does stuff. Not. And I, I am ingratiated in my tone when uh, I receive things. And I genuinely mean thank you when I when I thank people. But like it makes me feel awkward. And you know, sometimes when I mean just yesterday when you said you got me something, I said, Why? Uh, yes. Hey, I got you something. Why? Just because but what for? It's so strange because <laughs> you are the person that will always show up with gifts. I remember first two, three, three dates. Because third date was fantastic. There were three dates we went on. Mm-hmm. You brought me something every time. Absolutely. Every time. And I was just like, oh my gosh. Even now, like a few weeks ago, you came home, you brought me home a watch. I did. Like just random I feel like it stuff. was a pretty nice watch too. It was a very nice it looks watch. looks nice on you. Sure does. Thank you very much again. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Of course. Stop trying welcome. to get mushy on the podcast. Cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. <laughs> <Shout out to>. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, you're not you're not you're not good with receiving gifts. Um can't really do acts of service for you either because you don't no, really I don't like that either. I, I mean unless want, it's don't, um, I don't want people doing things for me. Unless uh, yeah. Alright, that's that's different. <laughs> <laughs> oh that that's a that's way a different. different act of service. Um even physical touch. Sometimes you are very receptive to it. I'm very affectionate. Mm-hmm. You're very receptive to it at times. Sometimes yeah. you're like, Ugh. So, sometimes it's a little difficult. Mm-hmm. You know, I've had a hard upbringing, so I don't like people touching on me, stuff like that. Or you're touching your face. I really don't like people touching my face. I always touch your it's, face. I'm not like a real vain guy. It's got nothing to do with, you know, thinking I'm pretty or anything. <laughs> like, I just don't touch my face, man. I don't like people touching my face. Yeah, I do so, it yeah, it's a struggle sometimes. I do when it you all want the time. to touch my face. All the time. But, you know, well, I, I do what I can for you. I found the new way. Well, not the new way, but I, I just stick with the hair. I mean, oh, you going to say what, when I'm sleeping? <laughs> oh, no, no. Not, no, definitely not even that. Oh, God. Uh, no, it's, it's your hair. That's how your hair always ends up a mess all the time. All the time. It does. Yeah, but um, e- either way, um, for me, I-, I do like words of affirmation. I like receiving gifts. I like quality time. I like I love physical touch. That back rub before I go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Booty rub before I go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, those are things that I enjoy. Um, but interestingly enough, when we took the quiz, we both got the same thing. 
which was quality time. You say, do you want a drum roll? <laughs> no drum roll required, but quality time is what we both we both got, which was which was interesting. Hmm. I didn't really know which category I fell into, like I said, because I felt like a lot of them applied, but I was surprised that we got the same the same we have I mean, the same we, we do love have, language. Yeah, I didn't necessarily expect it to go that way i've never read the book mm-hmm. myself i know what i know from you and what i've looked into since we started talking about doing this episode mm-hmm. so i had a bit of an idea like what to expect from it but i didn't know exactly how it would be i, I you know I, whenever i see a quiz or a survey or something i always imagine it's going to be something like you see on facebook where no matter what you do it's just like an <laughs> algorithm where they tell you, you yeah know, yes you were meant to be with whoever yeah. it's like never the right thing um I was a bit surprised, though, to see that it it came back the same when we're really different people mm-hmm. who just have a lot of things in common. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But the way we uh, react and act with other people seems different. Like, you're, you're more of an open person than I am about a lot of things. Yeah. So it was a little bit of a surprise to me that when it came down to the core value, what we want most is the same thing. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's not. Because, again, here we are together. <laughs> but do you think that it's different based on the relationship like in every relationship maybe you your love language is different like okay i I feel like maybe you have the same love language but in different relationships different love languages are more pertinent uh like maybe mine came out as quality time and i do really need that quality time with you Mm -hmm. uh in order to feel comfortable Mm mm-hmm but if I never got words of affirmation or acts of service or gifts or, you know, anything, if I'm always the one putting everything in and never mm-hmm. getting anything out, mm-hmm. then I'm going to start feeling some kind of way about that. Like, how come you always shit on me? Like, right. You never tell me, right. you know, that I do a good job. But as soon as I mess something up, you're right in my ear with it. I feel like I feel like what you're saying is right, because I've had relationships where I really enjoyed those acts of service. Right. More than anything else. But in hindsight, that was really all I was getting. Yeah. Was the things I needed to do done and nothing else. Or I shouldn't say nothing else because that that makes it sound worse than what it was. But (laughs) very, (laughs) very little of the other things that I needed. Right. So in that relationship, that love, that that uh, act of service was was so crucial to me. Um. I've been in, in, in situations, again, I told you about, you know, I just mentioned the physical touch, like yeah. booty rub. Love it. But I've been out with people who would pet me in a way like how you pet a dog. Like, don't, don't touch me like that. Don't, you know, <laughs> and that kind of changes that desire for that touch from that yeah. person. So, I mean, I, I think it varies. I feel like uh, in order to have a good, healthy relationship, you have to def- define to yourself. Mm-hmm. Not, not so much to the other person necessarily mm-hmm. uh what level of each one you need from them mm-hmm. and uh if you need more you gotta let them know and if you're getting too much also let them know i feel like we never had a conversation about what we need like what our lang- love languages are but we tended to always do like the quality time thing like if you really think right. about it we did a lot of that mm-hmm. um first time we went away together you know um, how we do that thing and we go away every month together. We do uh-huh. stuff. We spend time exclusively with each other, you know. Yeah, and it's important. Mm-hmm. And uh, let, I don't want to make it seem like we're out here just blowing money and throwing money oh, no, in no, the no, wind no, and no. being crazy with COVID. Like, uh, we have a weekend every month 
where it's just us mm-hmm. we either go away and we go do something even if it's just something simple like getting a hotel somewhere for a night yeah you know from saturday night and a sunday and then the next day wherever we are we go out and we you know tourist or you know through the through the summer even with covid we managed to make it to a a sunflower farm and take yes. a tour around the, the fields that was nice and uh, it was a really great trip and really all it was was a night in a hotel in the middle of new jersey yeah <laughs> and then a quick ride over to the farm off the highway right but that uh, was, but great, was great though yeah and that was that was probably not even 24 hours but you know it was still really good it was it, great it felt good and and you know kind of rejuvenated my my essence for <laughs> you know the next week or so <laughs> right um even when we went to uh the uh couples retreat that we went uh-huh. to now that was a bit more involved because it was a whole retreat and mm-hmm. we were there what three days four days three or four days i think, I think we were four days three nights something like that i don't know it was a lot of money and a lot of time <laughs> that we spent with just you and i yes and uh i'll tell you it was well worth it yep. it was worth every penny of it yep um but also well our last one all we did was stay home yeah it was just us at home yeah and uh it wasn't anything special we just lived our regular daily lives <laughs> but we did it without worrying about going out and uh uh your daughter was away right so um when you can people should do that too you know i mean i understand not everybody's got a babysitter every month mm-hmm. or you know someone to watch their kids or be with their kids but you know your kids go to bed hopefully before you do at night um and even just, you know, hey, this weekend, why don't we sit up and watch a movie after the kids go to bed? Right. That can be the whole thing. That, right, right. That can really help you find uh, what love languages uh, you need to work on. Or not even just a love language, just to etch out that time that you can spend just talking, just communicating. That, that's just Absolutely. that little bit. Words of affirmation. Every little bit helps. Um, just to build <laughs> that. There you go. No words of affirmation for you. Um, just to build that little bit of communication is it's it's crucial um i think another thing about that that love language is is that um i found a few on instagram not the ones that go with the book but (sighs) just some that appeal to me um one of them which is my favorite being weird together is a love language absolutely (laughs) if it isn't it should be let me tell you I feel like we do that very well. Uh huh. When uh, you find somebody you can be weird with, <laughs> you look around for what else they got for you. Like yes. give them an extra chance. Because yes. Man, I'm not saying if they're cheating on you. If they're cheating on you, you give rid of that piece of crap. Fuck that. But I mean, like, you know, if you're like, eh, I don't know, like maybe the spark's not there, but you can be weird with them, that might be the spark and you're missing it. Check it out. I think that's so funny because I don't feel like initially we were weird with each other. But as the weirdness started to seep out, like we were both equally weird and it was great. <laughs> it did work out really well. Yeah, that was that 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 did work out well. Uh, there's another one I got. Uh, we'll figure it out together is a love language. I can totally see that. Yeah, I'm a, you know, I'll figure it out kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, when things come at me. I go at it head on. And if it's not something I can go at head on, I always say, you know, I'll figure it out. Yep. Well, what about this? And what about this? Mm-hmm. I'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. Oh, but you can't just run at it without a plan. I didn't say I don't have a plan. My plan is to figure, figure it, out. it out. Like, I'll, <laughs> I'll get it. And to have somebody that you can do that with instead of them being all, no, we have to plan this. And how are you ever going to like, like, yo, listen, oh. I didn't get old and fat. Because I was doing it the wrong way. You know what I'm saying? I'm a survivor. I'm going to figure this out. Well, I, I don't plan anything, as you know. So there, there was that. But uh, anyway. In spite of that, I am actually a planner. 
more so than I am. Absolutely. You're, you're better at it than me. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I, I, I tend to just uh, wing it. Duality. You gotta be able to do both. Yes. Again, I feel like I inspired that thought. You're welcome. Um, these additional love languages, as long as well as uh, Gary Chapman's love languages, will be added to our Instagram as well. Coffee cream and, and convo podcast. Woo! Check us out. Um. So, what about any other ways to develop communication? What do you think? This is gonna sound a little weird to a lot of people, but bear with me. Uh, I feel like you have to know how to argue with your partner, the person that you're going to be with. Hmm. Not not everybody responds the same way. Each relationship, just like each person, is different. So it's not like you argue with this. You're, you know, say you argue with your ex, and every time you guys argue, she does the same thing back to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's always every time you prove her wrong, she calls you an idiot. Right. So when when you speak to this person, you have to train yourself to expect her to start calling you names and instead of responding with no you're an idiot maybe you say why do you have to call me an idiot right why can't you just talk to me and say what you're feeling instead of calling me names right right but the next person you're with they never call you names but what they do is they make you feel dumb by what they say you know Mm -hmm. they condescend to you right and now all of a sudden you're not ready for that uh because it's a different person different tactic different way to deal with it i feel like you have to get used to that you have to see how how the other person argues and you have to adapt and learn how to uh bring them onto the same page as you if you don't like being called names you have to make sure that this person knows you you don't like being called names it 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 makes it worse for you right because now you're angry you're going to call them names and Mm -hmm. you're going to go back and forth yeah i think that's important or if if they get to a certain point and they start throwing things you have to be able to recognize all right look uh, they're getting too angry now. It's time, it's to, time to take stop. a break. And of course, you know, you got to know how to pick your battles, man. Mm, um, that's true. That's that's the lesson that I'm learning in life. Um, I'm working on it. It's It was something for a while I went through. Like, I thought everything was a, a, a battle I had to take on. Everything. Right. And it took me some time to realize, eh, some things you can fight about and other things you just let it go some things aren't worth it some things are not I mean, worth all right it. there's there's fish food on the on the carpet around the tank there but is that worth slapping the shit out of your wife probably first not. of all like nothing's worth wanna... that so there's this there's well, that I mean, everybody says that but you know then no, you we're... walk in and your wife is drowning your kids in the bathtub see here you go taking it from zero to 100 for you no can't reason. say there's never a reason i'm saying there's never a reason because we're not going to advocate domestic violence here Oh, no, I'm not advocating domestic violence. I say all the time, I don't support, nor do I, I advocate for domestic violence. Mm-hmm. But if you ever live with somebody like my mother, you figure out real quick well, why it happened. That's a different story that we can probably really get into in a future episode. I got a couple things that I want to talk about. <laughs> so, just The saying. ominousness. Yeah. <laughs> the, o- the ominosity? I made up my word. You make up your own. <laughs> Well, the other thing that you said that I also really agree with is taking a time out. Sometimes it's okay to be upset. Absolutely. But be quiet with it. Like, you have to stop. Think about the situation. Think about what you said. Think about what they said. Think about how it happened. Give it some time because sometimes you just get so hyped up, you just be ready to go. Yeah. I mean, and you don't when, need to. Take a break. When you go to grab that hammer... And start there smashing pictures again. on the wall. Think twice. Listen. You're going to pay for the repair on that wall. Listen. And you're going to lose Preach. those pictures. Just 
take a time out. It's a lot cheaper. Preach. It's a lot easier. You don't go to jail. Listen. And uh, you don't mess up what could be a good relationship if you just learn how to listen to the other person. What you just said hit home, and you know why. My goodness. I do have a hammer, but I've never used it around here. I'm not sure what you're referring to. Uh, yes, you're playing. Let's, let's pretend you don't know what I'm talking about. And it's not referring to us. Let's no, just make that all. very clear. I, but you know what I'm that that, that hits do. home. And it's true. You really have to think before you act. It's so you easy do. to get caught up in it. Yes. It's so easy. And then you act out, do whatever it is you do that maybe you shouldn't have done. And then you, how can you fix that? Some things you can't come back from. Exactly. And you have to think, is this relationship worth this? Is it worth fighting to this level? Mm -hmm. Is it worth damaging the house, damaging you, damaging up? Is it worth that? Another thing I feel like people make a mistake with a lot of times is that after the fight is over, uh, even if you apologize, people don't talk about what happened. Mm -hmm. when there's a really bad fight if you get in a fight and your wife is throwing stuff at you or you're throwing stuff you break a window you know you're the guy who punches the cabinets every time you get mad and now you got to fix this and there's a hole in the drywall you got to talk about that you know uh i'm sure that's scared or really pissed off whoever you're arguing with at the time yeah. like you have to be able to go back and say this is why we fought or this is right. why i feel like we fought this is what made me fight with you what can we do different? How can right, we fix right. that? Like, we didn't just fight it out for no reason. Because then you're going to have the same fight again. Right. But it's not to say that the fight's going to go to that level when you're saying, like, you know. Right, right. But, even, I mean, even any fight, a small fight, a little fight. spat in the morning over breakfast, mm -hmm. you know, you should still speak about that. Yes. Don't Don't just brush it under the carpet or, you know, kick it under the bed and send yes. the dog after it when you're ready to yes. throw it away. I feel like majority of arguments come from miscommunication. I feel like that's a, a truth. Yeah. And I think that when you get to that point of resolution, you have to talk about what happened, whether you want to talk about it or not. You have to talk about it to see where it went, where you guys went wrong in order to fix it and move forward. The scientific so, method. <laughs> so it doesn't happen again. Absolutely. That I is agree so 100%. important. So if you try all of those things and then it doesn't work, What's the next thing to do? What do you think what do you think the options are at that point? Well, if it's not working out and it's something that you feel like is worth pursuing, like say you're already married, you've been married 6 or 8 years, you got little kids together, all that, but it's just you're at a point where you're always fighting. Uh you don't want to talk about the fight you just had because it's going to lead to another fight. Mm -hmm. Uh maybe it's time to, you know, ask some honest questions. It, like you said, is it worth the effort? Right. Or would it be better if you leave? Because let's not pretend that staying together for the kids is a valid reason to stay with someone sure that you can't not. get along with. It's it is not. absolutely not. I think that people don't realize how much of that toxicity kids actually notice and absorb. I mean, I was say they suck it up like a sponge. You're when When you're in a relationship with someone that you can't stand no matter how good a job you think you're doing at it your kids see it your kids see they it. know sure that you can't stand each other mm -hmm. and they learn that it's okay at such a young age that when they get older they don't realize that they've learned that behavior from you right right i think that um that's that that kind of brings you to another point that i had mm -hmm. that i always say all the time if you and i argue i want to argue with just you not yeah. with the kid around yeah absolutely. that's not fair to children to see 
However the argument goes, is sometimes you, you don't think and you might slip and you might say something you shouldn't say. Yeah. You don't want to do that in front of your kids. That's no. not fair. And, and obviously it's, it's, it's impossible to always be on point and never argue in front of your kids. Like mm -hmm. it's going to happen. You're going to have a disagreement when your kids are around. That's, mm -hmm. that's the way, you know, living together works. Right. Um, but that doesn't mean that you have to have it out right there and just get all into it. Like you can disagree and then say, you know, we don't have to disagree about this a little later because, yeah. you know, it's I don't want my kid to grow up to be a serial killer. Again. Or a serial dater. Either way. Very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> but I agree with you. I think that that's that those are things that you have to think about. I think another thing when you get to a certain point and you can't find a solution with your partner therapy yes there are people out here who uh as silly as it might sound to some of us have actually gone to school to figure out what your problem is <laughs> yeah. uh, they they might not have all the experience or firsthand knowledge but they understand how how your mind works and right. not just yours fellas they understand how your woman's mind works better than you believe me right. even if it's a guy he knows because you know they have it written down in his book somewhere that we don't all get to see in this. We pay all this money to go look at. It. So <laughs> like they, sitting down in all honesty and all seriousness, sitting down with someone uh, for some therapy may be exactly what you need to yep. put your marriage or your relationship yep. right back on track. I agree with that. I support it. Um, you know, during these COVID times, I've heard the ad for BetterHelp. Have you heard of it? Bunches and bunches of times. Yeah. Um, BetterHelp is more so. So it's, it's online mm -hmm. uh, therapy. Um, all through all virtual, I assume it's like some video stuff, things yeah. like that. Um, better help is for individuals though. Yes. It's not, uh, it's not, it's not couples. a couple's therapy. No, thing. but there, better help is an option. If you need therapy in general, mm -hmm. what I found is, which is similar to better help is called reunite.us. Okay. You want to tell us about that? Yeah. So that's also some couples therapy. I think it's about $65 per session, Okay, but it might steep. be. Yeah, it's a little, it is a little steep, but it might be different depending on where you live. Oh, I see. But you got to think $65 per session to save your marriage or your relationship. Or for the fellas, $65 maybe a week to save your marriage or $140 a week for child support per go. kid. See, if that's, if that's how you want to weigh the option, what I'm saying is, well, I mean, just think if, about if someone's out here like oh well that's too much money yeah yeah then you know they're a money oriented person yeah, so right. is your marriage worth it might not hit them the same you know think about the <laughs> think about what it's going to save you in the long run and the child support yeah you're right right i i think that that's one of the things you have to think about and think about whether your relationship is worth it don't stay because yeah. you don't want to pay child support oh Come on. god i would not suggest that to anybody no. pay the money man it's yeah. it's a lot better for your freaking soul i'll tell you that or go get some therapy and try and if that doesn't yeah. work then all right it's time to separate, but you got to put all the efforts in first in yeah. order to try to preserve Especially your relationship. When kids. If the relationship is worth it to you. Um, also, another thing people don't think about a whole lot is uh, old folks know a lot of stuff, man. Yeah. If you now don't get me wrong, I would never ask one of my parents having grown up with these people mm. to help me in a relationship because I know they can't do it. Uh, no matter how hard they might want to try and how firm they may believe what they're saying to you and how well they think it worked for them, mm -hmm. there are some people who cannot give you advice that is useful to you. That's true. But simply having somebody who 
uh, has lived long enough to have a 40 year marriage or even a 20 year marriage mm -hmm. or, you know, someone your own age, one of your own friends who's got a successful atmosphere in their relationship. They've been yeah. together for a long time where they just genuinely in a, in a general manner seem good mm -hmm. at relationshiping. Mm -hmm. Um, you don't maybe have to pay a therapist. Maybe you just talk to your friend and, you know, be honest. Or if you've got a grandparent or a parent who, you know, isn't a douchebag to your spouse, you can, you can speak to them and, you know, kind of free therapy through experience. I agree with that. Um, I'm fortunate enough, you know, my parents will give me sound advice. Oh yeah. You've and got tell me. a wonderful relationship with your parents. <laughs> yeah. I, I've seldom seen anything like it. Yeah. If I'm, if I'm wrong, they'll tell me I'm wrong. You know, but I, I trust them to give me advice. I trust older married people mm -hmm. to give me advice. Because, They've been there. Yeah. Um, you even have a friend on Facebook that made a comment one day about being in a relationship. Mm -hmm. I'll take that from somebody that's like that. I'm not really inclined to just give it to the average person. You know, I'm going through so-and-so. Tell me what you think. Because not everybody has your best intention. Yes. At heart. Um, so I, I feel like you have to consider who you're talking to, but definitely seek advice because you can't always see it being on the inside absolutely it's tough to see the forest for the tree absolutely i agree with you 100 percent um you know i definitely think guys never underestimate the power of communication if you doubt your ability to communicate or your partner's ability ability to communicate in a healthy manner try to reflect on past relationships and ask yourself was communication the root of the problem or who was the root of the problem yeah, which which person had a problem communicating? Because yeah. that's probably what it's going to come down to. Mm -hmm. um, it might be cheating, not going to lie. Yeah, but well. a lot of times cheating is rooted in communication. communication so don't right. just blame it on you know so and so's whorish ways down the block. Because yes, that had something to do with it, but it's, it probably wasn't where it started. Agree. You have to look and see what who do you think is at fault. Sometimes, as a wise man once told me, some things are a me issue. Other things are a you issue. Other things are an us issue. So it might be my own baggage that's making me act in this way or preventing me from communicating as effectively as I should. Absolutely. I need to think about that. Recognizing that will help you the sooner the better. But it's never too late to realize and, you know, try to reconcile that within yourself. Absolutely. Communication is difficult, but it's worth it. And you got to be able to recognize your own toxicity sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you can't just discount how your partner feels just because, uh, they're acting like a jerk or, um, they're not making sense to you. Like you, I don't understand why you feel this way when it's just, it's like this and that's all it is. Mm -hmm. But obviously there's a problem there for them. It's not that simple for them. Maybe they don't understand what you don't understand. Right. Um, if you don't agree with them, you got to try to understand what the problem is. That you're not understanding uh a lot of fights happen just because somebody's mad about something and you don't understand why they're mad about it so you escalate it like why are you coming to me with this and then it turns into why are you saying this when you said that to me last right. week and now right now i'm saying this to you right. and you're gonna say something right. back and it's all it's a failure in communication you know, right from the start we all go through that we go through that yeah it happens do. but you have to really work on that communication it's mm -hmm. a constant thing exactly it's not just something that you get used to in the, the first couple of months and now you got it for the rest of your life uh and at the same time you can't look at it you know 10 years into a relationship and say man 
we just got into this big old argument after 10 years. Like, I guess we're not working out. Right. Like, it's a constant thing that you have to maintain. It's very difficult to maintain communication because mm-hmm. people don't want to do that. They don't want to be open. Right. Especially in a country like America where we're taught to be guarded. Uh, men aren't supposed to have feelings. Uh, women aren't supposed to, you know, cry at their man and nag all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, things like that make it difficult to really openly communicate and be comfortable with it so it's something that you always have to work on um because it's it's really the foundation of a happy relationship and it is well worth the effort when when you put it in there and you realize that now you've built this foundation on communication you've got a lot to stand on in your relationship absolutely and you know i have to quote you on this one practice 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 absolutely (laughs) uh if you're very lucky in life, you might be born good at something without ever trying. Right. You know, uh, some people pick up a gun and they can hit the bullseye. The first five, six shots they take, mm-hmm. the, they'll hit it. Or some people really are, take the pool, you know, billiards. People are out here sinking the eight ball, you know, making money, right? sharking, whatever you want to do with uh, <laughs> that kind of talent. Um, but most people are not born good at things. Like You have to hone some kind of skill. Yes. Or, you know, repetition, man. Right. Practice is like anything else. You weren't good when you started driving. Nope. I promise you weren't. I don't care who you are. <sighs> you were not good at driving mm-hmm. when you started. Um, I couldn't parallel park. I was horrible at it. I failed the driver's <laughs> test the first time I took it because I couldn't parallel park. Let me tell you. I learned how to parallel park for the driving test. I can't parallel park for shit now. Man, <laughs> I can park, but I refuse because I still get angry that the guy failed me. <laughs> so there's a whole story. You can catch it. I'll come to think of it. I, I can't wait to hear that one. Oh, boy. That should be interesting. <laughs> Anyway, guys, thank you so much for joining us on our very, very, very first yes, episode. Yes, thanks for listening. Thanks for checking us out. Uh, we'll be posting the love languages and the tweets on our Instagram, Coffee Cream and <laughs> Combo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and check us out our next episode coming soon. All right. Take care, guys. Bye.